the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm sorry for interrupting this beautiful music. So let's enjoy it for a moment. Music is a gift of God. Who's singing, do you know? Oh, this is Pavarotti? Wow. No wonder I'm a bit mesmerized. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. And at the end of the year, which I officially announced begins today, <laughs> what's today's date? 16th, yeah, second half of December. I talk about a lot of things that are not necessarily in the news, might be related. If we don't reflect on things at the end of the year, secular or religious individuals, they, they're they so, sort of misusing what is a gift of the calendar. So welcome to the show where we do really, uh, in fact, talk about everything. So I'd like to ask you a question. We have gone through unprecedented times for nearly two years. This is December. I believe the lockdowns began in February of 2020. We're two, we're, we're six weeks away from February 2022. So how have these two years affected you? Emotionally, philosophically, intellectually, A very important uh, question. They've deeply affected me, or let's put it this way, not emotionally, they've affected me intellectually. I lived as close to a normal life as one could from the very beginning. Two weeks in, I was meeting with friends in great numbers because I would not uh, give up my favorite time of the week, my my Shabbat dinner, my Sabbath dinner, Friday nights. That was a, a lifesaver. I remember riding, driving on empty freeways. It's almost, well, any of you can imagine, because every city has busy roads. The notion that L.A. is worst, is the worst, is uh, is just a myth. And I'm not an L.A. fan anymore. I have I have uh, lost my respect for the city I live in. Governed and run by morons with power. A very lethal combination. Morons is bad. Excess power is bad. The two combined is really bad. People who don't think clearly but who revel in controlling people's lives. 
And it was an amazing experience to go on the 10, the one of the major highways of L.A., known as the Santa Monica Freeway because it ends at Santa Monica at, at the Pacific Ocean. goes across the country, by the way. It's the southern route across the country. Empty. People all obeyed the media and the politicians and people in public health, a degree that I consider as vapid, vacuous, useless as a degree in education. It seems to produce particularly foolish people. Are there people in public health who are terrific? Of course. There are people in every field who are terrific, although gender studies might be an exception. And I, I came to realizations about, about my country, my, my fellow citizens, over the course of this year, which uh, were sobering. So I'm devoting this time to having you call in. How did the year affect you? Did you break up with your partner? Did you get a divorce? Did you get closer? How are your relations with your children and your parents? How are your relations with America? Do you view the country any differently? Do you view the medical profession any differently? That's one of my big ones. If you said you were a doctor to me for until two years ago, I had an, an, an instant respect. Now I don't. The medical profession, I now know from people who teach in medical school who speak to me, produces sheep. Not every doctor is a sheep, obviously. Some are heroes in pursuing truth. Here's one question that ought to be, I think, uh, asked. Why did the medical profession not pursue a therapy? Therapeutic, as the word uh, is used. Why did the average person with COVID who had symptoms and or who got somewhat sick, let alone very sick, why did they wait to treat this person when they got very sick? Do you realize that as a general rule, neither hospitals nor, nor doctors treated people until they got really sick when it was often, obviously, too late? Why weren't they treated as soon as they were diagnosed with COVID or as soon as they were symptomatic? If you buy the lies about hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and, and ivermectin, that they're, 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 they're jokes, that they're snake oil, as the idiot-in-chief at the New York Times, Paul Krugman, writes, then... Is there anything that you believe people should have taken? If you're a doctor, what did you do? Say, let, let's uh, get, get some rest? Harvey Risch of Yale 
a medical school, is on record as saying hundreds of thousands of Americans were killed by the medical profession. That's a pretty big charge. Because we had the ability to use therapeutics early on when a patient got sick with COVID and didn't. Why didn't they? To this day, I'm not sure of the answer. Why didn't they? Has it ever happened before that people got sick and they weren't treated until they were dying? And then given something that pretty much ensured they would die, a ventilator? Is there any precedent for this? Why was there no spectacular rush to get a therapy? Why only a vaccine? Why, when doctor after doctor did say that something worked, some things worked, were they shut down by Twitter and Facebook and Google and YouTube? Why? You have answers to these questions? How about this? Do these questions bother you? one eight prager 776 877-243-7776. Has the year affected you emotionally, personally, familially, or, as I am now speaking, intellectually? Not the year. Did I say the year? That was a mistake. The last two years. Who would have believed this? All right. I am as curious as anybody listening to hear how it affected you and your thinking. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show and beautiful Christmas music. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. All right, everybody, I want to remind you that Sierra Pacific Mortgage with Andrew and Todd can get you great rates. They're not the only ones who could probably get you great rates on a mortgage, on a refi, or a new loan, but they are extraordinarily competent and decent that's that's what renders them unique that's why i've endorsed them from the first day of the lockdown 
So this is what you should be doing. You should be going to andrewandtodd.com. They will give you what you need. We all need. is It's very good. It's, it's called a mortgage checkup. Call 888 I know these gentlemen. They're good men, and they're very competent. Again, you get a, a quick mortgage checkup. Maybe you won't, you won't no, no, don't need a refi. Andrewandtodd.com, 888-888-1172. Here's a, here's a news item to verify what I'm speaking about. I'm asking you how you have changed in the last year. If at all, I have, and actually a little shocked. One of them is, I no longer venerate the medical profession in this country. There are some individually wonderful doctors as human beings. There are many doctors who are wonderful as doctors. But uh, the the sheep-like tendency of professors, for example, professors are are sheep, as a general rule, uh, is manifested in the medical profession. Listen to this. (coughs) Excuse me. At the University of Michigan, critical race theory has invaded yet another discipline, medicine. In January, Michigan Medicine's Anti-Racism Oversight Committee Action Plan called for designing a new curriculum, one that would use an intersectional framework and incorporate critical race theory. That's their term. The story is a microcosm of a nationwide trend that has not spared medicine. Senior administrators at Michigan Medicine, like many of their colleagues around the country, called for large-scale change. Five deans on June 1st and vice presidents published a letter decrying health disparities. We must reject and prevent this manifest injustice. The time is now. Students pressured the administrators to follow through on their ambitious rhetoric. A coalition of students and student organizations published its own letter, demanding concrete action from the medical school, correcting centuries of historical injustices perpetrated against the black community, capitalized black, requires a radical departure from what we are currently doing. What, should, what does that mean? Lowering standards for doctors? Probably. It probably does. United announced it's lowering standards for pilots because it's demanding that uh, half the uh, pilots uh, be uh, a female or a person of color. So they're not looking for the best pilots. They're looking for female pilots and black pilots. Okay? Michigan Medicine must support physicians in taking an active role in advocacy efforts, a greater role in advocating for change in our communities and government. That's really what I want for my doctor. They should be reading medical journals all night, not becoming left-wing activists. The letter demanded a curriculum overhaul. The redesign must use an intersectional framework Don't they understand that when they use these words, everybody knows 
you're a left-wing fool, which is redundant, but nevertheless worthy of noting. Intersectional framework that incorporates critical race theory. There you go. Oh, who's teaching critical race theory, says the left. What are you talking about? Medical school? Critical race theory? Hmm. Those uh, racist antibodies. It hyperlinked to a journal article on intersectionality in medicine, which surmises that, quote, considering intersectionality could lead to more successful patient-clinician interactions. So the University of Michigan Medical School obliged, created a racial justice oversight committee. Uh, Well, I'll continue on that. So the first thing, not because it's the first in importance, just the first thing that comes to my mind, how I was affected by the last two years, which is the subject of this hour, how you were affected, including personally. Did it affect your marriage, your your relationships, your your family relationships, your relationships with your children? It's hard to imagine. I'm sure that there are, you know, places that uh, people who have not been affected uh, in their homes, but it's hard to imagine because it's hard to imagine that every family, every member sees eye to eye on masks and on vaccinations. Were you deprived of seeing your grandchildren because your child and daughter or son-in-law is a hypochondriac? Is, has been scared out of their minds by CNN and the New York Times. Out of their minds, I mean that as literally as one can say, they have lost their ability to think critically. So you haven't seen your grandchildren, or you got an outdoor visit on occasion. Did any of you fail, or I should say, were you prevented from seeing your dying parent? The cruelty of the hospitals in this regard will remain etched in me for the rest of my life. There was no way to put on protective gear. If I were dying in a hospital and could not see my family, my friends, If I could crawl, I would have crawled out of the hospital. They would have needed people to forcibly put me back in. And I'm not sure that they're allowed to do that. I think you can leave a hospital. You can't leave a prison unless hospitals have become prisons. I know me. I would have crawled out. If I could... And if it were my parent, I'd have been arrested, breaking down a door. Very bad things happened in the last two years. Doesn't mean that it will be bad forever, but they've been bad. We'll be back. 
I'm the Dennis Prager Show. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694, 800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Oh, that's right. DennisPrager.com is where you also find the banner to donate to the wonderful Angel Tree campaign of getting a gift to a child whose parent is in prison and in most cases, the gift will come from the parent, of course, paid for by the your donations. It's at uh, the banner is at my website. How has the how have these nearly two years affected you? I began with the effect on me in the profound lowering of my esteem for the medical profession. The medical schools becoming woke. Doctors not using therapeutics. Basically saying, if you have it, let's pray that you uh, get better. If not, we'll send you to the hospital where you can die. That's been the general attitude. That's why hundreds of thousands died, because there were no therapeutics. On that, everybody can agree. Everybody. Okay, let's see. How have it how has it affected you? Jim in Chicago, hello. Hi Jim. Is this Dennis? Yes it Dennis. is, yes. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to say that this whole thing has had such a ne- negative effect on me. Um just because I can't I, I see what's going on, I listen to you all the time. There's no doubt the left is making its move, in my opinion, to take over the country and perhaps the world. And what really affects me is not, I, I don't know the percentage, but a lot of people think they go, oh, Jim, this is America. Don't worry about it. You know, this is all straightened out. And I go, I don't think you know the severity of what's going on. So that's all I really had to say. Well, here. thank you for that. Merry Christmas to you, to the extent that it could be merry, and I hope you make it such. Yeah, this is America. It can happen. So chalk that up as the second arena of learning. It is America, and it could happen. Look at my column uh, two weeks ago that everything the left touches, it ruins, it destroys. I have 17 things. Ironically, I didn't include medicine. I forgot it 
to be honest. I remembered 17 when I wrote the piece. And I didn't write religion, what the left has done to Protestantism, Catholicism, and Judaism, and may do. We'll see if, if the LDS church, the Mormons, if they resist the leftists in their midst. In their midst. So far, I think they have. Though, unfortunately, they didn't fight the herd-like quality of churches and synagogues to shut down. I had, uh, I, I conducted my usual high holy day services as I have for 15 years for 400 people. No masks, all together, probably illegally. Well, I don't know if it's illegal because I don't know if mandates are legal. There is no law that I violated. I violated a mandate. Violating the mandates of the Democrats who run our cities and states is the route to a healthy life at this time and has been for two years. The route to misery, depression, anger, is obedience to Democrats. It's really, it's really what has happened. And I haven't, I've lived a, as normal a life as possible. I walk through airports without a mask on, as I've told you many times. I've been stopped three times by policemen, and each time they said, just want you to know we love your work. I expected to be reprimanded for not wearing a mask. Why would I wear a mask? Seriously, tell me why I would wear a mask. Is it because you don't believe the vaccine is effective, which turns out to be largely true? Why is it? I had COVID. I'm the healthiest guy in the airport. One eight Prager seven seven six. I'm sorry about my last caller in Chicago. I got a person here who got divorced as a result. The human price for the medical mistake is uh, is immeasurable. Dennis Prager here for a wonderful new sponsor, Blessed by Israel. That's B-U-I. It's a play on words, a good one. Blessed by Israel. Yes, you already know by listening to my show for years that I've been blessed by Israel many times, and many of you have as well. Now, I have a way for you to share your blessings with others. Blessed by Israel. Blessed by Israel, quite simply, is a way for you to support the people and small business owners in Judea and Samaria by purchasing high-quality products at very affordable prices. Products ranging from various selections of olive oil, stunning jewelry, beautiful ceramics, delicious honeys like citrus or wildflower, cosmetics, coffee and teas, soaps, and so much more. Meet their friends Baruch and Batya, who started Israel Ceramics, or Sarah Feld, who brings you her beautiful collection of Israeli jewelry. Read these inspiring stories along with many others on their website, Blessed By, that's B-U-Y, BlessedByIsrael.com. BlessedByIsrael.com, B-U-Y, BlessedByIsrael.com. Visit today and order for Christmas. With your help, we're strengthening the courageous families, rebuilding the heartland of Israel. Feliz Navidad. Another great one. Yeah, at least the music's happy. You know, 
I'm happy, but I'm unhappy. Can you be happy and unhappy? It's an interesting question. I'm a happy individual. Everybody who knows me, works with me, knows that. I'm blessed with that temperament, and I've worked on it my whole life. But I am unhappy about what I have observed over the last two years. It's very disconcerting and worrisome. So I'm talking to you about how these two years have affected you, personally, philosophically, or any other way. All right. Matt in Florence, California. Hello. Hello, Dennis. Where is Florence? Torrance, California. It's Torrance, and we have Florence. And we have Florence. Ooh, that's <laughs> a bad one. Okay, go ahead. Hey, pleasure to finally talk with you. I've been listening to you since I was 16 years old. I'm 45. Wow. Um, just a, a little bit of how I feel about what's going on. I'm big. I don't wear masks when I go into stores. I don't have my kids wear masks. You know, we were going Christmas shopping. And I came home, and I was glad that no one said anything about not me not wearing a mask for my kids. No one came up to us or gave us problems. But I found myself depressed because I looked at everybody else, and we were the only people without masks. That's right. And everyone else is like a robot, like a zombie. And it just kind of made me feel just kind of my, like, my fellow man, like my my disappointment in, in the, I, like I, the, I agree with you. the thought process, you know, we're not thinking for ourselves anymore. That's, That's right. kind of how that makes me feel. Um, I'm a kindred spirit with you. How old are your children? Um, my daughter's eight and my son is seven. They it, wear masks at school. I tell them to rip that thing off as soon as they come out of school and I don't make them wear masks anywhere we go. They wear them at school. And are they six yeah. feet from other kids? Uh, no. The school does not practice social distancing? No. Well, that's good. Do they? What right. do they do at recess when they go outside? Do they play without masks? Yeah, they can take them off. Some kids leave them on. My kids, you know, take them off. Um, you know, and I send them to private school. So, Is it a private religious yeah, school or a private secular school? It's a Catholic school. Yeah, I figured. Because at recess, in a lot of public schools in, in Los Angeles, they, they still demand that the kids wear masks. Yeah, I'm driving down the street. I see a bunch of kids. Did your kids, for the last two years, did your kids play with other kids? Yes, they did. And, and we're lucky that we have uh, uh, my brother-in-law and his younger kids, boy and girl, same about the same age, and we did we hung out with them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So we made sure that and other there's other families that that were. Do you know families you know, that did not allow their kids to play with other kids? I do, I do. Yeah. Did I you act, did you speak to them about it? Close friends. So did you speak to them about it? Um. Yeah, I mean, in in kind of a roundabout way. Of, mm-hmm. So not know, directly. Hey, we don't need to... Right. Right, I understand. Thank you for your call. As I said, you sound like a kindred spirit. Anyway, if he's listening to me since he's 16, maybe I had some effect <laughs> on his thinking. 
I, I'm so torn on what to say about parents who did not allow their children to play with other children for a year and a half. I know you hurt your children. There's no doubt in my mind. It is not possible for children not to play with other children for that long and not be adversely affected. Okay? Let's at least be intellectually honest. So what am I torn about? I'm torn about how, how much do I attack you? I mean it. I, I, I speak very openly about myself. Because a lot of these people are otherwise, in, in so many ways, decent people. So decent people hurting their children. It shows you what fear can do to decent people. It could make them do harmful, bad things, even to their most cherished ones. I am angry when I see children with masks in Los Angeles. I'm angry on their own. Frightened, irrational, herd-like, sheep-like parents have done this to their children. And now, automatically, they put on masks out outside. Where I live, and I travel constantly, I'll be in Indiana this weekend, Arizona on Sunday. I was in Florida last week. I fly, I fly, I travel a tremendous amount. And it is, it is remarkable to see how few people in Florida wear masks. And how many people in Los Angeles, I, I can't speak for Fresno, do wear masks. I want to shake them. Why are you wearing it? Well, you know, Ami Horowitz did make a video in New York City. He, he did that. He went over to people who were masked outside. So why are you wearing a mask? With cameras rolling. You'd think they would come up with, a, with even if wrong, some response. They had no response. It's an amazing video. You, you, should, you should see it. Ami Horowitz. They had they, you know. I, I just I just I don't know. I feel better wearing it. It's a pacifier. The mask is an adult pacifier. Back in a moment. I just want to hear more music. It's so helpful. Okay, all Dennis Prager here. I'm devoting maybe the whole show. How was the last? How have the last two years affected you? Personally, philosophically, emotionally, in terms of your relationships. It's about as important a question as we could pose right now. And the answers are completely varied, as you would imagine, because the human experience is quite varied. Okay, let's see here. Pete in Redwood City, California. Hello. Good morning, Dennis. Yeah, it's interesting you posed that question, and you went through. I went through a lot of emotion when I when you actually think about how the last two years affected me. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of distrust, but 
when I got kicked out of my own house because my mother-in-law moved in and she is quote unquote at risk. My wife and mother-in-law are both vaccinated and I am not. I don't trust the doctor. Wait, like so let me, let, let me, yes, I don't understand something. Your mother-in-law moved in and because you're not vaccinated, your wife asked you to leave? This is correct. Are you still married? You know, I'm still married. Like I said, I do a lot of soul searching because when I lost my grandmother, I was afforded the opportunity to have that last bit of time with her. And she is, my mother-in-law is not in great shape. So I would, the last thing I would want to do is take my wife's time away from her mom. So yeah, how how it. often do you see your wife? I try to see her every day after work. Where do you see her? At the house. Out, so she won't. She won't let me in. I don't go into the house. Because because you're not vaccinated. Correct. If I were to ask your wife, what's the good of the vaccine? What would she say? She would say that it prevents uh, death. It prevents uh-huh. it more. Not, it gives you a better chance against death. I against get COVID, it. I see. Uh, right. Okay. All right. I just wanted to know. Well, that's pretty disruptive. I, I pray for their marriage, and as you all know, I'm, I'm very totally sincere in that. But bye-bye, husband. My, my mother doesn't, and I don't trust you're not being vaccinated. That, that's, a, that's an effect. Back in a moment. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.